Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, no guarantee. WA's premiere on Perth's COVID lockdown. Too early to tell if the snap shutdown will end tomorrow. Hotel quarantine crackdown calls for an overhaul to the system. School investigation. Boys made to stand up in class because they're white and male. And the Anzac spirit, a return to tradition to one of the fallen. Thousands gather for city marches. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. West Australian Premier Mark McGowan is refusing to rule out an extension of Perth's COVID lockdown. The snap three-day shutdown is due to end at midnight. It was sparked after a returned traveller tested positive after leaving hotel quarantine. He unknowingly infected a friend who passed it on to a third person. Thousands of close and casual contacts remain in isolation. Perth's snap shutdown is shining a light on hotel quarantine. International arrival caps have been reduced in WA, but the Premier is pushing for the federal government to overhaul the system. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. What is Mark McGowan suggesting? Good morning, Jody. Well, the West Australian Premier says Australia should be using federal facilities such as immigration detention centres on Christmas Island or RAAF bases, not hotels. Mr McGowan lashed out at his Commonwealth counterparts over the weekend, accusing the federal government of shirking responsibility in leaving the states to manage hotel quarantine. But Defence Minister Peter Dutton has hit back, saying the federal government is already contributing with the Howard Springs facility in Darwin, but other federal facilities wouldn't be adequate. Mark McGowan has you know, made a mistake with the McEwer Hotel. Nobody's been critical of him for that, so he doesn't need to be defensive. He doesn't want to be the, the, the next Dan Andrews where they had significant problems. They've got other hotels that have been perfectly fit for purpose. Section 51 of the Constitution, the highest law in the land, if you like, uh, says it is the Commonwealth's responsibility. So we keep pushing it because it is actually their responsibility and they do have facilities built for this purpose. Mark McGowan threatening to keep the number of return travellers allowed under passenger caps permitted each week low until the government is willing to assist with other hotel quarantine facility options. Jody, Okay, thanks, Taylor. There are renewed calls to make rapid COVID tests available in hotel quarantine. Passengers are currently tested before they board flights into the country and during quarantine, but some epidemiologists want a simple 15-minute test to be used at the end of their stay. They say the quick test would provide an extra layer of protection. 
The federal government has clawed back popularity ahead of the May budget. The latest news poll published in The Australian shows support for the coalition has lifted one point to 49, while Labor sits at 51 on a two-party preferred basis. Scott Morrison resoundingly remains the more popular leader, 56 to 30 over Anthony Albanese. An investigation is underway into why Year 11 boys were made to stand up in front of their class for being male, white and Christian. A youth worker's presentation to the school in Melbourne's south-east left students shocked and parents outraged. Parkdale Secondary College's vision is to provide a safe and supportive environment for their students. ...to strive for excellence, reach their full potential and become the best that they can be. But on Wednesday, Year 11 male students felt anything but supported. During a talk about privilege and pronouns given by a female council worker, male students were asked to stand up if they were white, male or Christian and were told they were responsible for being privileged and oppressors. The talk was facilitated through the local council. The presentation is intended to help people understand diversity. It dumbfounds me. I'm very disappointed as to how this, is, this has occurred. Principal David Russell says the school is extremely disappointed that the presentation was supposed to support people from gender diverse backgrounds. I've asked for an urgent investigation to, to go into that matter to understand exactly what was the course designed to do, as in how was it going to be executed. It's the second time Victorian male students have been made to stand based on their gender after Warrnambool's Brower College students were forced to apologise for their gender's behaviour. How do we end up in this situation? Because it should never have happened. Georgia Commonsoli, 7 News. Indonesian military officials have confirmed they've found the missing submarine off the coast of Bali. The Navy's chief of staff says the vessel had broken into three parts and there were no survivors. The submarine, with 53 crew on board, disappeared last week as it prepared to conduct a torpedo drill. Indonesia's President Joko Widodo has sent condolences to the victims' families. After last year's shock cancellation, Anzac Day marches returned in nearly every city across the country yesterday. Diggers and their families proudly walked through CBDs and on regional roads, coming together for the first time in two years. Traditions taking off again. In Brisbane, a recognition from the skies to city streets. I'm so pleased after last year. It's really, really wonderful to have the crowd. Crowds once more gathering to pay their respects. It's lovely to get a clap of appreciation from the crowd. That's fantastic. Marvellous. It's wonderful to see them all here, eh? In Sydney, 104-year-old Alf Carpenter arrived in a wheelchair, but he came to march. Very good. I feel like a younger, younger marcher. From the crowd, plenty of support. Thank you for giving us this beautiful free country. New generations with big jackets to fill. I'm marching for my grandpa. He was in the Corvettes in World War II. I'm very proud of him and yeah, it's great to be here. In Melbourne, Anzac Day was far from perfect. The initial cancellation, then the cap on numbers, heavy restrictions and huge footy crowds infuriated veterans across generations. It's a bit of a muck up today. Today's events disgust me. I think the government in Victoria is doing everything it can to get rid of Anzac Day. I think it's been a fiasco. But it was so much better than last year. We had 36 guys killed 
and um, we promised them this would happen. Comrades reconnected and friendships renewed. In Adelaide... Bands sat on the sidelines and crowds were limited to families. But the sentiment was as clear as ever. People that gave their lives away. Don't ask me anymore because I'll, I'll come to tears. The pandemic denied diggers the chance to march in Perth, but it didn't dim the Anzac spirit that still shone bright at dawn. For the rest of the state... 36 services went ahead. And at March's end across the country, the banners came down and there is the Anzac promise. Same time next year. Georgia Holland, Seven News. Princess Anne has represented the royal family in commemorating Anzac Day at London's Westminster Abbey. The Princess Royal and her husband, Vice Admiral Tim Lawrence, attended the Anzac Day service of commemoration and thanksgiving. She was greeted at the Abbey by the High Commissioners of both Australia and New Zealand. Terrifying scenes have played out at a weekend football match in Sydney's south. Rival clubs the Rockdale City Suns and Sydney United 58 clashed on the field before the violence spilled into the stands. Flares, tables and crates were hurled between the groups with security struggling to contain them. Two men were taken to hospital but weren't seriously injured. Police are now appealing for witnesses. The future of Tiger Tasmania is now in doubt after three drivers were killed during this year's rally. Dennis Neagle and co-driver Lee Mundy died after their Porsche crashed into a tree. Veteran Shane Naven was killed on Friday. Before that, the last death was in 2013. To lose three um, great people, um, again, it's a tragic set of circumstances for us. The Tasmanian government funds the Targa and a state election will be held this weekend. A teenage girl has been seriously hurt in a buggy rollover north of Sydney. The buggy flipped at Upper Colo and the 16-year-old was trapped underneath. Specialist paramedics were flown in to help the girl who was suffering pelvic and arm injuries. She's now recovering in hospital in a serious but stable condition. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Four boaties have been found clinging to their capsized boat in Queensland. It's believed the vessel hit a wave as the group tried to cross the Wide Bay Bar. The men activated an emergency beacon before being picked up by the Coast Guard. They'd been hanging from the hull for around 45 minutes. Our Olympians are busy preparing for the Tokyo Games, now only 88 days away. But last year's pandemic postponement led to many contemplating life outside of sport, with some of Australia's top stars admitting the transition can be tricky. For most Olympians, their sole focus is Tokyo. But swimmer Wesley Roberts is looking even further ahead. We're not going to be athletes for the rest of our lives, so we sort of need that bridge to go towards uh, once we're done swimming. He's already planning his path from the water to the workplace, with his sights set on software development. I was doing a bit of coding at home, and then it was looking for a certificate to do, so I found the diploma. Prompting a new partnership between the Australian Institute of Sport and TAFE, New South Wales. To get that training so that they can get an education and lead them on to job opportunities when they finish doing sports as a full-time career. There's a lot of uncertainty. You know, you spend the best part of your early life with one goal in mind, and that's elite sport. And then uh, when that uh, comes to an end, it's, it's really hard to try and find a new pathway. TAFE will offer career counselling and personalised support to balance exercise with education and experience, which our swimming stars say is often lacking come retirement. When I retired, I went and tried to work in a few different corporate jobs and I was basically put at the same level as a high school graduate. Instead, an invitation to discover a new direction and passion post-sport. You can start to learn about different areas, lots of trying things, lots of attempting to get experiences. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones finished the session in the green. The Nasdaq also up. In London, the FTSE is steady. Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,777 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 62 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77 US cents, 83.5 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. The brother of missing Brisbane boatie Trent Riley has confirmed the official search for him is now over. The 26-year-old went missing off Moreton Bay nearly two weeks ago. His tinny found driving uncontrolled near Mud Island. It sparked a mammoth search by authorities, his loved ones and volunteers. You all be so proud of yourselves and just at the end of the day, guys, life is temporary. Trent's brother thanked the search party for their determination and enduring support. A passerby has taken drastic measures to stop a dangerous driver in Albania. The car was being driven erratically around a pedestrian square in the capital, Tirana. It only came to a stop when a pedestrian jumped in feet first through the window. The man said he thought the driver was aiming for the crowd in a possible terrorist attack. Local police say the suspect was driving under the influence of drugs. India has set a global record in new daily COVID cases for the fourth consecutive day. Almost 350,000 infections were reported in the past 24 hours, but the new wave of infections is projected to reach its peak in mid-May. Hollywood's biggest awards night of the year, the Oscars, is back with all its glitz, glamour and famous faces. US correspondent David Woodward is on the red carpet for us this morning. Good morning, David. It's a long time since the stars have had a chance to attend an awards ceremony in person. 
Good morning, Jody. Yeah, it's been a very long time since these alias stars have actually had a reason to put on a frock and a suit and walk down uh, the red carpet, but it is back. The Oscars are back today, and this is the red carpet that they will be uh, walking down. It's still a few hours until they uh, start arriving. The producers of today's show have actually described this as a teeny tiny red carpet. There is just a handful of international media that have actually been invited here today. We are uh, one of those outlets that will be here on the red carpet talking to uh, all of those stars. Now, it will be a much smaller group of celebrities that actually walked down here today, just those nominees as well as presenters have been invited here and uh, what will happen is they will come down, they will actually go inside. We are at Union Station in downtown Los Angeles. Of course, producers had to move the event uh, from the traditional home of the Oscars, the Dolby Theatre, because of all of those uh, COVID restrictions. So they'll walk into that theatre there and they will have something of a garden party in that forecourt. Now, uh, producers have promised still all the glitz and glam of of your normal uh, Oscars celebration down here. They have given all of these actors a very strict uh, dress code. The theme for today is going to be inspirational and aspirational. So expect, expect plenty of uh, big colours here today on the red carpet. Now, in terms of those nominees, unfortunately, no Aussie actors will actually be on the red carpet today. There were no nominees. We had a number of uh, nominations in the visual effects categories and they are unfortunately in Sydney, but we will speak to them later on on a sunrise today so we will hear from them but in terms of those big categories well in terms of best actor really at this point the bookies aren't looking too much further than Chadwick Boseman. Now, if he can take it out for his performance in Moraney's Black Bottom, that will be a huge win for him, of course. It will also be a posthumous Oscar uh, for the actor. In terms of Best Actress, a much tougher field uh, today. We will have Kerry Mulligan for Promising Young Woman, as well as Frances McDormand for her portrayal in Nomadland. And Nomadland also a standout favourite for Best Picture today. So it's going to be a very different look and feel to the Oscars here uh, today, that is for sure, Jody. Oh, it's lovely to see it back. Thanks, David. In sport, Brisbane Lions star Lockie Neal will undergo surgery today and could miss up to eight weeks. Last night, St Kilda started brightly in their clash with Port Adelaide through Jack Higgins, but from there it was all the power. The home side dominated the lacklustre Saints, led by three goals each from Daniel Motloff and Arezio Fantasia, running out 54-point winners. Jerome Hughes has stamped himself as one of the NRL's top halfbacks after a starring role for the Storm last night. The Kiwi halfback was the clear man of the match as the Premiers thumped the Warriors in Melbourne. Hughes set up four tries in the first half alone as Remus Smith and Josh Adokar both scored twice in the 42-20 win. Ash Barty is in top form ahead of next month's French Open after winning the Stuttgart Open overnight. For the third time in as many matches, the world number one lost the opening set to Arena Sabalenka, but Barty showed her fight and her determination, taking out the second six-love before cruising to her second clay court title, much to the frustration of her opponent. Rafa Nadal needed three sets and three and a half hours to beat Stefano Tsitsipas in an epic Barcelona Open final. 
Taking a look at the weather around the country now, two surface troughs over the northeast tropics are triggering showers and thunderstorms. A moist onshore airstream is generating patchy low cloud over parts of the southeast. A high pressure system is keeping the remainder of the country relatively free of cloud. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 25 degrees, sunny and 23 in Sydney, early fog clearing to a sunny day for Canberra, 18 with a possible shower in Melbourne, a top of 18 as well in Hobart, mostly sunny, 21 and mostly sunny in Adelaide, clear and a warm 30 degrees the top in Perth and mostly sunny and 34 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday the 26th of April 2021.